Podcast. You know what? I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. Big shout out real quick uh, to my folks in West Covina. You know what, man? It's been really interesting. Over the last couple of days, I had someone from Compton <laughs> and now West Covina. Now, of course, I'm not saying that everyone, you know, in these places, they're really, really bad. But these places are notorious. However, the only two people I met from Compton, California... They were the most amazing African-Americans I've ever met in my life. Period. Like 100%. Oh, well, yeah, I've met another one recently, but he's like a coach leadership. He's like big time. But yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. So it's not always what you believe it to be. See, when you actually meet people from particular cities, countries, towns, villages, wherever you are in the world, man, it's just amazing because you end up opening your mindset forever saying... I thought it was this, but I'm completely wrong. So what gave you the perception to begin with? So big shout out to you wonderful folks out there in California. And you know what, man? I'm your sexy host bringing to you some developing writing. Oh, man. We're getting into the opinion essay number two. Guys, this is the five paragraph format. Guys, I'm telling you right now. For all of you writers, it doesn't matter if you're non-native English speaking or English speaking. This is it. This is all you need. This is how you're going to improve your writing significantly. By varying different transitional phrases, words, and just hearing this. Guys, I love this so much. This is all going to be written up, obviously. Yes, this is going to be written up. If you're listening to this, it's on my blog at thearsenioBuckshow.com. Look at your writing bank. Look at the useful expressions that you could put into your essay writing. And guys, most importantly, have fun with this. So, what we're going to do is, number one, break down these five paragraph formats. Go over the writing breaks. uh, Go over the writing bank. I'm going to talk about cycling, and then you're going to write your very own essay on your own. Now, of course, it could be corrected by I for free, but if you don't, if you're like, oh, I'm scared, it's cool. You can keep it for yourself, but evaluate and follow up on your writing as every month goes on and say, you know what? Look what I look how I used to write and look at myself now, guys. This is called journaling. It will help you a lot. All right. So first and foremost topic, the minimum legal age to obtain a driving license in the UK should be lowered to 16. So I'm going to write or I'm sorry, I'm going to speak this essay out loud. You guys are going to be able to see it in writing on the ArsenioBuckShow.com. I'm going to break down the paragraph formats, give my opinion, go into a couple of other things, and then it's your turn. So, here we go. Here goes the essay. The idea of lowering the minimal legal age to obtain a driving license to 16 is, comma, without doubt, comma, a very sensitive one. Nevertheless, there are many things that 16-year-olds can already do, comma, such as work part-time and leave home and even get married with their parents' consent. I certainly believe that the legal age to get a driving license should be lowered and we'll discuss the reasons why in this first essay. So let's do a chronological marker. First, comma, to my mind, comma, there is no question that a driving license is essential nowadays. Many teenagers, comma, particularly in rural areas, I'm going to stop saying comma. (laughs) So funny. I don't know why I'm saying comma. I'm just trying to make you guys understand. Anyways, no more commas. Need to be able to drive because public transport services are limited. Not all families have the time to chauffeur their children to places they need to go for work. 
studies, or leisure. Without a license, many 16-year-olds cannot take advantage of opportunities available to them. Paragraph number three, second chronological marker. A second major reason to lower the legal driving age is that the majority of teenagers are capable drivers. It is widely accepted that the ability to react quickly is key when driving. Young people are known to have faster reactions than older people. That's a very, very good argument. Now, let's get into the counter argument in paragraph number three. Whilst it is true that the number of accidents involving young people is high, studies show that accidents usually occur in a driver's first year, regardless of age. It would be more sensible to address the issue of safety by ensuring that young drivers have plenty of driving experience. Moreover, strict testing procedures and graduate licensing rules would prevent the kinds of behavior that led to road accidents. Paragraph number five. In conclusion, I am convinced that it is time to lower the legal age to obtain a driving license. Most 16-year-olds are mature enough to make sensible decisions and act appropriately. Allowing them to drive would enable them to become more independent and develop responsibility. End of essay. So guys, there it is. Regardless of what I believe it is, this is what he wrote. Excellent arguments, okay? Talk about chauffeuring, study, leisure, had an excellent point in, t in terms of like them having a disadvantage when the opportunity or the occasion arises, right? So if, hey, you know what? I, got an I have an opportunity to meet someone across town, but I don't have a car, so I can't go there. Sucks. You know, second major reason, talked about the reactions of younger individuals compared to older. That was an extremely strong one, okay? And then I love it because he went into the counter-argument in terms of what people would say against him. So this is an excellent IELTS essay. Is this a five-paragraph narrative essay, which a lot of uh, universities and SATs require? No, this is an opinion essay. So let's break down this format. See, paragraph num number one was the introduction, and then he stated his stance, or he, she stated his or her stance. That's what you want to do, of course, in the IELTS. Now, paragraph number two, you had the main points in support of your opinion. The number three, additional points in support of your opinion, but number four, points in support of a different opinion and your counter-arguments. Then, paragraph number five, in conclusion, you restate the thesis, Okay, and it possibly expanding your point to top off the entire essay. That's how you do it. So, guys, there it is. All right, now let's get into the writing bank because I think this is going to help you. I love these expressions. So you have expressing strong opinions like I am certain that. It has uh, long been my feeling that. I certainly believe that. To my mind, there is no question that. Without a doubt or without doubt, these are great ways to express your opinion, great way to open up a paragraph, and great way to make a stance so that the reader knows where you are on this particular topic. Disagreeing. I like this. There could be no justification for the amount of racism that is in uh, Italian football, right? This, this is probably a hot topic that has just occurred uh, in terms of a Juventus player. But yeah, crazy monkey chats happening. And so this is another way, again, of 
expanding your horizons and talking about controversial topics. So again, you guys could do this by practicing and looking at different topics online or just checking out different opinion essays and you'll be able to find some things that you could write about or at least free write about and then create an essay out of. So I believe that there is no evidence to support. I cannot agree with. But expressing opposing views and giving counter-arguments, although, okay, nevertheless, however, despite the fact that, whilst it is true that the given general opinions is usually considered to be, it is often said that, it is generally believed that, on the whole, it is thought that, relative pronoun, that is everywhere. So those are some expressions in opinion essays. All right, that's all written down on my blog, guys. Have that handy. I will start coming up with PDFs and different things, but that will be on my Patreon. I will make a huge debut with that very, very soon. So, guys, here we go. Now we're going to get into something for you to write about. All right, we're going to talk about bicycles. The benefit or benefits of bicycles. You know, there's a town, I don't know where, South America. I think it's in Brazil. Or Chile. But there's a town that does not allow, in the city center, any vehicles. And the pollution is low. I thought about it. I said, you know, here in Thailand, where are some places where they could just put a bunch of bikes and don't allow cars? Well, probably in the very, very infected areas where pollution is extremely high. So if you look at places like, um, let's say, uh, Nana, which is a very notorious place for all the wrong reasons. If you... Make that a bicycle-only or pedestrian-only street, it would be much, much better. If you make other areas pedestrian-only and just, you know, get rid of all that traffic and hot air being blown, the temperatures would go down probably by about 2 to 5 degrees. I kid you not. I felt it for the first time four years ago when the Songkran Festival happened. Temperatures are low when there aren't that many cars. Thailand has probably the most cars on the road in the world! Anyways... But these are good arguments. So let me get back into the bicycle topic. What are the benefits of bicycle? Why should one cycle? Well, one, fitness. Cycling is a great way to just keep fit without going to the gym. Time. A bicycle can be twice as fast as a car in city traffic. However, in Thailand, they don't have bicycles because they're extremely great. Cyclists are killed on a daily basis out here, and no one gives a damn. So... What they'll have to do, they'll have to eliminate cars being on the road for cyclists to actually be on the road. Not only that, but the motorcycles. The mopeds is what they call them in America, but they call them wind motorcycle. Wind motorcycle is a motorcycle taxi. They drive on sidewalks. They drive. They nearly hit people, and they tell people to get out of the way while they're walking on sidewalks. Do it as they're supposed to and what they are instructed to do. Kind of crazy, huh? Anyways, for that to happen, you're going to have to ban all cars from one specific street so a cyclist can be on there freely and not have to worry about being killed. Oh, sorry. This is Thailand. Okay, let's get into it. The economy. Bicycles are cheap. There are no gas bills, you know. They're easy to maintain. Now, no, you can't drive. You can't ride a bicycle 50 kilometers, 40 kilometers, 30 kilometers, 20 kilometers, 10 kilometers, yes, but then you're going to have to have showers at every workplace in the Bangkok. Now, you know, because, I mean, again, you're probably going to sweat very, very fast. And, of course, women here in Thailand wear these nice, beautiful dresses. And they're not going to be able to do that unless they show some some things, which is crazy. So that's another thing to consider. 
Convenience. You can park anywhere. Good for the environment. Bicycles produce no pollution, and they're quieter. You don't have those spoilers and those 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 motorcycle games. You know what I mean? Just flying by going, all that crazy noise that I hear at night, you know? Safety. Thousands of people are killed or injured in car accidents. Here in Thailand, 80% of all deaths on the road are from, of course, mopeds slash motorcycles. And that's probably 18,000 people a year. Independence. Young people can get about without having to rely on lifts from others. All they need is a bicycle. Yes, there will be flat tires, but then, of course, this could be a great entrepreneurial idea. Create a shop where you buy all the necessary equipment for a cyclist. This could be huge. It's just like, of course, the PM 2.5, which is a harmful ultrafine dust particle that was found in the atmosphere here in Thailand. Luckily, rain pushed out so much of it. We had a really big storm the other morning, and then our... It went down to a 35, the green area, the good area, for the first time in probably a year, a month, six weeks, because it's normally in the yellow range. Sometimes it goes up to orange, but now we're getting a lot of wind and rain, so a lot of this pollution is pushed out. But the 2.5, when that started coming and it was big news at the beginning of this year, people bought a lot of masks from overseas, and they sold it on probably a 50 to a 100% surplus. They made a lot of money from it. That's an entrepreneurial idea. That's someone who knows about business. So guys, again, that's something that you can consider. Now I'm going to give the barriers to cycling. All right, basically the problems of cycling. All right, cyclists are vulnerable. There's a danger of being hit by a car, which I've already stated. There aren't enough bike paths. Here in Thailand, there are bike paths, but there are cars parked on the bike paths. Did you hear my emphatic stress? There aren't enough secure places to park bikes. Or bikes are often stolen. But not really, because Thailand, they have these bike stations where you can rent the bike. It's like a green little station. You rent it, and it tracks it. So have it that way, or just take the bike wherever you go. It isn't practical if you have to carry things. What happens if it's raining? Very good point. Rainy season's probably here now. Uh, Floods are happening. And it's going to extend all the way to October. I love the raining season. Anyway, except if I'm on the train line. If I'm not on the train line, I just I just stop work. Anyways, you need to shower when you arrive. That's a point I already made. Cycling is seen as a leisure activity, not transport. It doesn't look cool if you have to wear a helmet. That's, of course, you know, you facing your fears of being judged by other people. So, guys, those are the benefits and the barriers of cycling. All right? Now, what you're going to do is you're going to practice. You're going to write an essay giving your opinion about these two topics. And the topic is, write this down, people should be forced to travel by bicycle rather than by car for all short journeys. That is your topic. All right? So, again, you can actually look at everything on my blog. You could, you know, plan out your paragraphs and everything. Look at your topic sentences. Look at some of these writing banks. Look at how they presented the last paragraph. And then we could get right into this. So I'm very, very excited about this. Um, and I'm looking forward to a lot of your essays. So, guys, again, man, a big thank you to all of you who have been supporting this podcast for such a long time. A lot of this... um. 
will of course uh, be on Patreon. You're going to see some examples of mine. You're going to see possible videos and this and that. So stay tuned for that. I will be making that debut within the next week. So guys, you're going to be very excited if you are looking at more additional material. All right. So guys, with that being said, man, thank you so much for tuning in to another English language podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.